Alright, praise God. Amen. 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 Alright, so let's try and wrap up um, fighting the war, right? Let's try and wrap up. Father, we thank you. We ask that we say there is illumination. The eyes of our understanding is enlightened. There is clarity in these hours. And we see that as we approach 2023, even much more, we have uh, your increase and your multiplication in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. All right, so we, we stopped in last session. Um, we stopped last session with overcoming discouragement that you should refuse discouragement. And um, I was saying to you, and I said that, uh, it's, and I said something that it's, it's going to, I don't know if you know that it hurts deeply when you are trying to raise people and, uh, please let me check if she's still active. Uh, uh, when you're trying to raise people um, who sometimes chose a different path and turned out badly, and that hurts deeply because, that hurts deeply because, because it causes doubt and discouragement. Let's see you, you, I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. You, you've prayed for people, you've labored over souls, you've gone after certain people, and, um, you, you, they, they're not turning out the way you want them to be. I mean, if you know that that thing can be painful. Yes, they are not growing. That thing can make you discouraged. I mean, if you know, I know no one knows the epicleses of what I'm saying. That thing is to make no one so discouraged. No, don't get discouraged. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't get discouraged. It can hurt deeply. Because that's where the devil wants you to be. The devil wants you to get that discouraged. So that you will not move ahead, you will not forge ahead. But let me tell you, you are not alone. God had the same experiences. You know, I was reading the Bible today and I found out that Genesis 1, he created a plan. Genesis 2, he created man. Genesis 3, man fell. Genesis 4, Genesis 5, we see Cain and Abel problem. He took Enoch again. After Enoch, Genesis 6, there was a problem. Genesis 7, Genesis 8, Noah came. So it seemed like once there's a problem, God is always, God keeps, God keeps using, keep going far. Are you getting what I'm saying? God keeps going ahead again. God keeps forging on again. So don't, don't allow discouragement set in for you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Adam chose, you know, Adam chose to listen to, the, to Satan instead, but God still created a way. So if a man chooses to turn his back on God and listen to the Savior, to Savior, why are you beating yourself up? Some people have chosen to, to decide to want to be rebellious. Some people have chosen to decide and say, they don't want to do this petition. They don't want to do it. They, do, they know that what you are trained is true, this and that. You know, it's not God's fault. It's not your fault. Didn't God want Cain not to go ahead to execute his plan? God told Cain, I said, see life at your door. But the Cain listing, no. Was it God's fault? No. How can that be God's fault? People have the liberty to choose. So, the only men of God who have gone ahead of us have been through what you now go through. One thing my pastor was sharing with us, um, the middle level of UCC, was that he said, it is the same road everybody will pass. I'm beginning to see it. That's why you should pay attention to those stories that I say, you say, Pastor, I say this story again and again. Don't be that stupid. Though. Better listening. You will need those stories tomorrow. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? You, it's the same road everybody will pass. This other person says, yours is just in another city, mine is just in Lagos. But it is the same road. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's the same road. So, he gave himself so, uh, so out of the three million people that, 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 that came out of Egypt, only two people made it to Canaan, Joshua and Caleb. Was it Moses' fault? No, Moses did not feel in his responsibility. He thought, he instructed, he admonished and exalted them. He did what a faithful pastor should do. But at the end of the day, they chose their path. Are you getting what I'm saying? Some people, as we keep growing in ministry, you will find out that you labor over certain people, you groan over certain people, you do that. Some will still choose their path. Some will still tell you they are not ready to do, they are not interested. So just move ahead. It's not your problem. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm But you will not be discouraged. You will not let that one discourage you. They, it is not your problem. You are not the one that have a problem. Because, you know, how do you know what I'm talking about? That? Once things like that happen, you start thinking it's you that have the problem. How do you know what I'm It's not you that have the problem. They are the ones that have the problem. At least you are praying. You are trusting God. You are teaching them the word. You are giving them message. I mean, yes, it's not you that have the problem. Some have just chosen to be rebellious. Some know that what they are doing is right is wrong, and they chose to stay in that wrong. So refuse discouragement. Tell your neighbor, say refuse discouragement. Refuse discouragement. So look at Elijah and Gehazi. Gehazi was supposed to be that guy who would take over from Elijah. But today, what do we call Gehazi? He, an unfaithful guy. Look at Joshua and Achan. Look at Samuel and Saul. So the list goes on and on. Till we see even Judas. I posted something in the group chat today. I don't know if you saw it. That Judas had the best pastor. Judas had the best instructor. Ah, who, who wants to be the best pastor outside Jesus? Are you getting what I mean? What exactly do we want to do that Jesus did not do for Judas? So that's to tell you that human beings will still be human beings. And I'm praying for every one of you that you won't be that way. Amen. 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 You won't, you won't follow the voice of a stranger. Amen. The voice of a stranger you will not follow. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's be seated. So, the list goes on and on. So you could never... Hold Jesus responsible for what happened to Judas. No. Jesus did everything as a good shepherd. But Judas chose to give in to offense and his greed instead. So mind you, and don't forget, Jesus pastors Judas for also told three years ago. Look at Paul and Demas. The Bible says, Demas has, choos has chosen to love this present world. <laughs> Demas left. A co-laborer who abandoned poor ministry because he loved the present world. So don't be discouraged. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, so as we progress in this year, we're going to meet faithful people and unfaithful people. People you are going to live all about, people you're going to they will just choose to be rebellious. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, there are some people that you already have. Are you getting that they have chosen to just be rebellious? Move on. Are you getting what I'm saying? If you try your best, try your best, try your best, move on. Let's go for new people. Are you getting what I'm saying? So that they don't waste your harvest. 
they don't waste your time. Be very discerning so that you know how not to allow people waste your time. Are you getting what I'm saying? Be very discerning. So you are in a company of a great crowd of weakness. If somebody you have labor over trained, chose a different path to abandon his training, God will not hold you responsible for it. Ah, uh, no. You tried your best now. It's the same. It's just like we are people were having a conversation yesterday night. It's the same way I trained you. I even trained certain people more. And some chose to be the way they are. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's the same training that I trained you now. So, did you teach them? Did you train them? Did you exhort them? Did you instruct them? Did you admonish them? Did you warn them? Were you there for them? These facts matter. As far as you do all of those things, you get yourself stuck over somebody who try, who try to backslide, despite all the trainings you gave. Ensure that you, the fault is not from you. You are still teaching. You are praying. You are instructing. You are directing them. You are on their case. You are you are training them all the time. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are teaching them. You are you are on. The, are you getting me? Nothing is wrong with your calling. Tell yourself, say nothing is wrong with your calling. Nothing, nothing is wrong with my calling. You're not saying like <laughs> nothing is wrong with my calling. A man of God. A man of God. See guys, I'm telling you the truth. God has called all of you. Yeah, a man of God. Nothing is wrong with your calling. Nothing is wrong with you. Are you hearing me? Nothing is wrong with you. Focus on the ones who are bearing few fruits. Are you getting me? Focus on the ones who are willing. And, see, let me tell you. There are some disciples that you will get. Eh? Their growth will shock you. Don't, don't go and backtrack them. I've always told you this thing. Increase that. Increase their tempo. You will just come. They will just be super fervent. They will just be everything. Don't backtrack them. Mm -mm. They can even go and join sets too. There are some disciples you can meet today that, that can that are fit to join sets too. Just let me know. Are you getting what I'm saying? Just let me know. There are some people that will just be super receptive to you, to your ministry. And some that you have had for six months, they are still, you are still begging them. They are still, they are still, nothing is wrong with your God. Are you getting what I'm saying? And I know God. God is going to give us harvest this year. Uh, it's a wild harvest. Wild harvest by the Spirit. It's a year of the spirit. We are going to contend for it in war and fight in prayer. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, the devil will bow. Yes, Cities will be broken. Yes, Territories should be taken yes, by the power of God. Yes, Nothing is too hard for us. Are you getting me? Yes, no school is hard for us to conquer. Yes, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Don't have the mindset that ah, it's challenging. No, not, no way, no location is hard for us to conquer. We have God's spirit. We are called of God. Are, are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, we are called of God. Focus on the ones that are bearing fruit in the trainings you are giving. Pray for the ones who stray away and trust God to redirect your step. Don't let set up put a question mark in your heart concerning what God has put in your hands. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Don't do don't <clears throat> argue because of that. You too, you are now backsliding. You too, you are now doubting what you believe. This that's how the devil got you. No, because of the person that is 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 hearing, go and due to that backslide, you're not thinking, okay, well, these things are wrong, these things are false. No, that's the devil dealing with you. No, God has called you, God has endorsed your work. So think of someone. His predecessor, Eli, Eli, was rejected as a priest because he honored his sons above God. Those folk grew up in ministry, opening Athenians. 
and they were sons of Belial, who desecrated the priesthood in the third. So his sons didn't follow his footsteps and did all kinds of evil as a priest. They were rejected by the people, and this led to Israel demanding a king. Both the Avinia are supposed to have been the priest, but Samuel was chosen. The first king he anointed was Saul. The first king he anointed Saul, and Saul was rejected by God. He was after all rejected as a king. All of this are enough for a man of God to despair and think, ah, maybe I'm a failure. After God rejected Saul, Samuel was inconsolable. He mourned and mourned and mourned. He retired to his home and rejected and remained there for about and remained there to his death. And Saul was literally his first project. He was ah, God, why did I why did I have to annoy this Saul? You know, he was thinking, ah, Saul has failed you, Saul has what did he do wrong? What could he have done with that? Why did I not disciple him well? And God had to interrupt, interrupt um, Samuel. God told him. How long should you be mourning for? How long? Why are you? Why are you? Why are you in a pity party? How long should you be mourning for? Stop drowning in your sorrows. Are you hearing me? I came this morning to encourage you. Stop drowning in your sorrows. There are certain people you will let go. Are you getting what I'm saying? There are certain people you will delete their contact. It's time to arrange your. Go and put your contact in order. Are you getting me? Okay, this one I've tried. Okay, let me try and send another message again for this one. If this one does not respond again, all right, go now. Let me focus on those that are going to bear fruit. Let me focus on those that I want to pray about. Are you getting what I'm saying? Go and arrange your discipleship list so that you are not carrying baggages all about. Go and arrange your contact on your phone. Go and arrange your ministry. Go and arrange the list of people that you have as a disciple. There are some that you know that this one, even if you, even if you, even if you put this one inside brimstone, this one will not be disciple. Just move ahead. Move on. Are you getting me? Are you getting me, guys? Exactly. Stop quit. Don't, don't, don't put the... Don't, don't, don't fall into the bit of a pity party and watching what is wrong with you, what is not wrong with you. No. God's work is advancing. God's work is advancing in the nations of the earth. Our voice is getting louder. Are you getting what I'm saying? So... The Lord told um, Saul, the Lord told Samuel, he said, fill your horn with oil. Go and anoint me a new king. Leave Saul alone. I rejected Saul. Go anoint me a new king. And he went to anoint David. He anointed David. And he died before, he died even before David ever became a king. But David did not fail. Christ Jesus sits on the throne of David today. He used the keys of David today. He is, the, he is called the sons of, son of David today. Are you getting what I'm doing? That's finally something to comfort Samuel. So there can be people that you meet even just last week, even just two months ago, that will be very fervent. I don't know if you have seen that thing before. They will be very fervent, even more than those you have met earlier. Focus on those ones. Not that you will not focus on the other ones, but put your attention on those ones. There are some, how many of you know that? There are some you just even met. Just two months ago, that are very right for special goal report. And those you met one year, they are not they are not even close to spiritual goal report. <laughs> I don't even know what I'm talking about. Focus on them. Don't neglect those ones. Though. Don't neglect them. Just keep teaching. But put your attention on those that will bear fruits. 
Are you getting what I'm saying? Put your attention on them. So, man of God, I'm talking to you today. You can stand where someone stood. You are questioning everything about your calling and your ministry. Some of you have said, this church, this thing, this thing, you are questioning everything. Things have not been working well in your hand. You've not been able to grab disciples firmly. You've not been able to do that. You're not thinking something is wrong with you. Something is, is there something I'm not doing well? But I pray, but I teach, but I've listened to this sermon, but I've done this. Nothing is wrong with you. I've come this morning to encourage you. Nothing is wrong with you. Your ends are going to grab men firmly. The Lord told me that it's going to be a family. I'm praying for you this morning. Your ends are fair. You can grab things firmly. You can grab things firmly. I can grab things firmly. Are you hearing me? Yes. Nothing dies in your hands. Nothing dies in my hands. Nothing dies in your hands. Nothing dies in my hands. So men are bearing fruits in my hands. Men are bearing fruits in my hands. And I am bearing fruits. I am bearing fruits. I pray for you. In the name of Jesus, you are bearing fruits. In the name of Jesus, you are bearing fruits. Amen. In the name of Jesus, you are Amen. You are trained, people you have labored over, who turned out bad, people you trusted, people that have done all of those things. Nothing is wrong with you. Say, Nothing is wrong with me. Say, Nothing is wrong with me. Nothing is wrong with me. Just stay praying. Are you getting it? Keep teaching. Are you getting it? Keep preaching. There's this song that Maverick Music said. I keep preaching. I keep teaching. All the gates of hell could not prevail. Oh, my pastor likes that song so much. Oh, the gates of hell could not prevail. I keep teaching. I keep preaching. Oh, the gates of hell could not prevail. I think you should listen to that song a lot this year. Are you getting Oh, the gates of hell. I don't know the title. Uh, uh, I keep preaching. I keep teaching. Oh, the gates of hell could not prevail. Listen to it and encourage yourself. Just keep preaching. Are you getting Keep praying. Keep laboring, keep pouring your heart toward them. Are you getting so, that people you go to their house, you go and knock on them, you sit down with them, you there. Okay, this is ministry. Tell them stories too. Are you getting me? Yes, sir. Tell them stories, encourage them, be their friend, teach them, train their life, and show you mean good for them. Are you getting me? Yes, I tell you, this 2023, things will turn out good. Amen. Things will turn out good. Amen. I tell, see, let me tell you what I saw this morning. I saw us flourishing. I saw flourishing. Everybody. I was like, wow. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I was, I was, you know when you are praying and you are praying with joy. I was praying and I was praying with joy. And I saw us flourishing. You would, you would text me a couple of months and you say, Pastor, thank you. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. I've prayed for you. Things are going to turn out. Things are going to fall. Amen. I'm going to learn something today. Things are going to fall. Amen. Things are going to increase. Amen. 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 Let's be simple. Never doubt your calling. Are you getting it? Yes, sir. Never doubt it. I don't. Me, God called me. I don't doubt it. God called me. Never doubt your calling. Never doubt whether you are in Capi. 
Never doubt whether you are not you are not fit enough. Never doubt it. Never doubt. Oh, I don't know how to do discipleship. You know how to do it. At least you have got somebody. All of you have got somebody filled with the Holy Ghost before. Yes, all of you have healed the sick before me. Yes, all of you have prayed for somebody before me. Yes, all of you have preached the gospel somewhere and somebody was saved before me. Yes, yes, don't doubt your calling. You know what? You are born, you are you are a man of God. Say I'm a man of God. I'm a man of God. It's such a joy that I'm talking to people who have gotten people filled with the Holy Ghost, who have prayed for people and they are sick and they are, and they are healed, who have you know who have done so many things in ministry, who have encountered persecutions before. Wow. Glory to God. We are a mighty heart. We are a mighty moving force. We are a mighty moving force. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, how long will you mourn? How long will you keep drowning in the pools of your tears? How long will you keep doubting the hand of God upon your life? So get off. Shave the dogs. Shake off the dogs. Take another bold step. This year, take bold steps. Are you getting what I'm saying? 2023, take bolder steps. Take bold steps. Then it's just like those of you that are, that are in ministry location decide and say, This place, I want us to have a church in this place. I want to have a cell meeting here. We are will be preaching. Take those steps. Learn from me. I came to Rochester and I started a church. Are you getting what I'm saying? Take both steps like that. Tell yourself, This city, I'm going to stay in this city and I'm going to preach. Are you getting what I'm saying? Don't allow your job consume your time. Take work, be active in your job, do all of those things. Do your school properly. Are you getting me? Do effective time management. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yeah. Are you get, and I told you to watch your health also. Are you getting what I'm saying? Eat at the right time. Do all of those things. Do we are fasting. Do everything. But at that, to be disciplined spiritually. Does that make sense? Yes, sir. Raise men again. I see all of you. All raising men. All. All of you raising men. I see like 50 people, 50 hundred people on your back. Amen. You know, my heart was scared of this, this yesterday into this morning. I want to start teaching you how to, how to raise leaders so that you can start having a team you are working with. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. That is what I want to start teaching you now, such that you can start having your team. You know, I'm not going to choose your leaders for you. Hope you know. Yes. I'm not going to. You are going to choose those who are loyal to your cause and loyal to our cause. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. It was still on my mind that ah, as I read something yesterday night, I said ah, I'm going to start teaching this soon, so that you start seeing it as if this is this is the person I'm going to be working with. Hey, hey, let's talk together. Hey, you know, you have that your team already. You have a team of people you are working with. It's going to happen. Yes, it's going to happen. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's receive it. It's going to happen. God will comfort many of you that and reward your labors. Amen. Your labor of 2019, 2020, going out on outreach in the snow, in the cold. 2023 is lying. Amen. 2021, 2022, you're just preaching. You're just preaching. You're like, ah, Pastor, I've no heart to have disciples. Your tears are over. 2023. You, you, you will be saying, Pastor, ah, this teaches, this is how you used to teach. That's what you'll be saying, not disciple again. Ah, Pastor, wow. This teaching, teaching is not easy. I stood for three hours teaching this week. I was just teaching. Ah, that's the testimony. Yes. Ah. 
Ah, I'm so happy. Ah, <laughs> I'm so happy. Things are working out. Things are working out. Hey, glory to God. So the demons must have left you, but there's still a Timothy. Who will hold your hands in the battle? Are you getting what I'm saying? There is still a Timothy. The boss must have gone. Paul said, I have no man like minded like Timothy. And I know your own commitment towards me will be stronger. Amen. Because you too will be stable. Amen. Amen. And men will be faithful to Amen. you. Amen. As you are faithful to me, men will be faithful. Amen. Are you getting it? Loyalty, let me tell you something. Loyalty is, is a seed. This is something I did not say in that message. Loyalty is a seed. It transfers. I am loyal to Onayika. Due to you are loyal to me, men will be loyal to you. Amen. That is it. Very soon you will have your own protocol team. You will remember I said it. You will have somebody taking care of your own seed. I'm going to train people. That's how we are going to train churches. I'm not going to train churches in such a way that uh, it's only the pastor. No. You too, you are a pastor. You will have your own team. You have somebody taking care of your food. You have somebody taking care of your welfare. Are you getting what I mean? As you are loyal, men will be loyal to you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, because you did not sow this. None of you have sowed the seed of dishonor. You can't reap anything like that. You will reap the seed of honor. Yes, Are you getting what I'm saying? You will reap the seed of, this, of, of, of loyalty in the name of Jesus. Amen. And God will God send this upon you. Yes, God's hand is upon you. God's hand is upon you. God's hand is upon you. He will surround you with labor. Just as you are helping me to fulfill what God has called me to do. Just as we are working together, God will surround you with men. Are you hearing what I'm saying? God will surround you with men. In the name of God. And we will all fulfill this cause together. In the name of God. Amen. Let's be seated. I know. Just like sister, left her family, left everything, moved down. All of you left out to sacrifice so many things. Many of you left your parents' family, moved down to Rochester. Many of you, you, you are making so many sacrifices. Many of you, you are, the sacrifices you are making are ah, indeed all of you. God will honor you. Amen. Are you hearing what I'm saying? See, I pray for you. Nothing can go wrong in your life. I'm telling you. Because it, what is the devil? I will fight that devil personally. Anything that wants to battle with all of you, I will. F- See, how many of you notice that things have been going well with your life? How many of you notice it? How many of you notice it? See, Wallahi, I will fight the devil that wants to fight you. It should come to me, not you. Because the commitment that you people have, ah, God will honor you. Are you getting what I'm saying? God be honored. Many of you do, you make, that's why I love my church. You make it easier for me to do what God has come to do. And God be honored. Amen. God, ah, Baba, ah, God be honored. Amen. God will bless you. Amen. Amen. Let's be seated. All of you had many things. I know the sacrifices you made. Indeed, it drew five hours down. All of you, the sacrifices all of you are making. So you drew eight hours down. This and that. And you still have family, you still have all of those things. You still have a job, you still have a power. Uh, is this year, I will withdraw with anything I want to withdraw with you. I've made a decision. 
anything I want to withdraw with your ministry. I will read. See, there will be times you will be hearing my voice on your ears because I will be praying. Are you getting what I will withdraw with anything I want to withdraw with us. Nothing will touch us. We are going to be strong. Yes, yes, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Your families, your siblings will believe the gospel. Amen. They will follow us. Amen. 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 They'll be calling, they'll be following your pastor. Amen. That's why you to live an exemplary life. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, live an exemplary life. Yes, they will follow us. Let's be seated. So refuse discouragement. Are you here? You are not a failure. Say I'm not a failure. I'm not a failure. Say I'm not a failure. I'm not a failure. Say I'm always increasing. I'm always increasing. I'm always multiplying. I am always multiplying. I'm always something. I am always something. I am not a failure. I am not a failure. So God will give you men. 2023, God will give you men. God will give you men. Laborers. We will labor with you. Sons of consolations. Your Barnabas. He will give you. And you should be of a good share. Are you getting what I'm saying? So as I begin to see where we would finish this series, one major thing we must understand is unity. As a local church, the greatest asset as, you push, as we pursue God's plan for our lives in our territories, in our ministry locations, in our different places, is unity. And let me tell you, Satan knows this. Because when we are divided, our hands become weak and our effectiveness is in that. When we are divided, our hands become weak and our effectiveness is in that. So you have to, so all of you, we have to jealously guard our unity and uphold it strongly. We have to. We have to jealously guide our unity and uphold this strongly. One of the greatest lessons we have to learn from the Godhead is the unity. There is the Father, there is the Son, there is the Holy Spirit. I'm going to teach on Trinity probably this year too. There's the Father, there's, a, there's unity. They are, they are working at it out without competition and strife. There is neither jealousy nor envy. The Son gladly submits to the Father since he's in the human form. And the son is also God, and the unity ensures that they plan, they, they do their plan well and to make sure that the earth is in progress. When you study the book of Acts, the level of core, the level of unity that existed in the churches is frightening. See, eh, there is, you see, look at it in Acts 2. Let's go to Acts 2. Acts 2. Acts 2 is. 44 to 46. Actually, 44 to 46. In their giving culture, in their everything, nobody complained. Actually, he that believed were together and sold all things in common, and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men as every man had need. In verse 46, and they continued daily with one accord in the temple, breaking of bread from house to house, and did eat meat and singleness and gladness of heart. So, even in Acts 4, Acts 4, verse 34 to 37, Acts 4, verse 34 to 37, it says, Neither was there any that lacked, 
For as many as were possessors of lands or houses, sold them and brought their prices of the things that were sold. And they put them at the apostles' feet, and distribution was made to every man according to as he had needs. You see, look at even universities, every having land and brought it to the feet and laid it at the apostles' feet. In the face of persecutions and mass arrest, no one turned their back on each other. There was no even dissension in their rank. No one was no one was no one was gobbling and complaining. No one said the problem is too much. I didn't sign up for this. Nobody said that. Nobody said in that four. You know, when they arrested them in that four, nobody said, ah, why did you two go and preach that much? Why did you two go and do that thing? I don't want to hear that kind of statement in the, in, in, in your mouth though. I said, why are you two not care? Why are you two, why are you two, why are you two not careful? As you preach. No. That's not the voice of unity. The problem, did nobody say, ah, I didn't sign up for this. Why is it? You know, just like Bro Noah went through that thing. How all of us, we all prayed. We all, that is unity. When something touched one person, it touched everybody. So how can, you know, when Peter said, we cannot speak the things. That we have, we cannot but speak the things that we have seen and heard. Everybody said yes. Nobody said eh, yeah, me. Yeah. <laughs> me, I will not speak it to, so that I will not die. Who said yes? Did they have persecution? Yes. They moved together. They stayed in their course together. All of us are doing the same thing. It's not as if everybody is listening to. SoundCloud, you, you are listening to Google Podcast. Something that is not in the church. That is the number one way for division. Are you getting what I'm saying? All of us do the same thing. All of us working in the same accord. The, see, the unity was so strong. Their bond was so strong. Nobody said, ah, me, I'm not preaching again. No. I'm not. Everybody was ready to die for the same cause. That's unity. And Satan knows this. So the very first thing he does in a local church is to plant division. Is to plant strife. Plant envy. Plant competition. Plant all of those things in the local church. You are looking at that sister and you are saying, uh, is, is he only her? Is he only this? No! You are looking at that brother and you are saying, is he only this? Is he that? Ah! No! Nobody moved the motion to change it to strategy. Nobody said, oh, let's not pray. Let's just be strategizing. No! It was so bad that they were, like, they were called a court. Look at it in Acts 24 verse 5. Their unity was so strong that they were called the courts. Look at Acts 24 verse 5. Acts 24 verse 5. Look at what you see. It says, For we have found this man, a pestilent fellow, a mover of sedition among all Jews, throughout the world, the ringleader of the sect of the Nazarene. He called them a sect of the Nazarene. In Acts 28 verse 22. Acts 28 verse 22. At 28 verse 22. 
It is, but we desire to hear of thee, what thou thinkest. For as concerning this sect, we know that everywhere it is spoken again. This sect. So the word sect in, in, in simplicity just simply means cult. People outside could not unravel their body. You know, we can be so united that people outside are confused on what is going on with us. See, if there's a ministry I adore the most, Saint Community Church, God, their unity is strong. And I know they are praying about it even much more. But you can't do Everybody is saying the same thing. Everybody is saying the same thing. Especially among the leadership. You, you can't break through. The unity, and that's how a church will strive. We thrive. Unity. The devil, see, let me tell you, the devil knows this thing I'm saying. In his own camp, they are united. The demons are united. Because we can never achieve progress. See, we are saying there's a wild harvest. We are saying we want wild demonstrations of power, wild harvest, wild this, wild that. See, we cannot have the wildness without unity. Now, okay, everybody is going to be okay leading certain places. Okay, let's say in the location, let's say like in, in you are now or in our there's going to be like three different cell meetings there. People are now saying, eh, why is this one having 50? Me, I'm having two, I'm having three. No! Unity. Togetherness. It says in one accord. The way together in one accord. And that's the work of the Spirit. That's togetherness. That's the brotherhood. That we are for one another. We are for one another inbound. Inseparable bound. And that's the local church. The local church is a church of unity. I taught you on Saturday on the territorial church. See, we cannot fulfill God's plan on our lives in division. We cannot fulfill God's plan on our life when you are listening to another pastor. We cannot fulfill God's plan on our lives when you are listening to your disciple. We cannot fulfill God's plan on our lives when you are following somebody else. We all have to be in another, in one accord, in unity, in strength. So if you are part of a local church, giving to the church doctrine, giving to reaching the world, you owe it to that local church to be compact and compliant. You can't be in such local church and an outsider is moving, an outsider is moving you to go against them. You know, there are some churches, it's outsider that is making them go against their churches. What they read on social media, what they read on, on Twitter, what they read on this. That is why I want us to have one voice on social media. Not that one person is typing, God is good. Another person is typing, God is bad. Another person is typing, eh, no, one voice. We are all reposting. We are all sharing the same thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? It's one voice. Are you seeing how to use social media? It's not as if one person is typing, you know, I, I just learned this thing in church today. Ah, wow, this thing eats me. Another person say, this thing eats me. Another thing. That's division. That, that was not how they said it in the book of Acts. In the book of Acts in Acts 2, they said Peter, standing up among the brethren, spoke. 
that's unity. They allow Peter to speak and they rechorus everything Peter was saying. That's how to use social media. Every one of us is saying the same thing. We are all reposting the same thing. We are all sharing the same thing. Nothing is coming between us as a bond. Are you getting what I'm saying? Because the devil does not like united people. Let me tell you why we are going to even fight this year. Because of our unity. If we want to break us, you have a pastor who is laboring hard over you, teaching you gospel, praying over you, who is there for you, who is not after your money. And an outsider is telling you you are too devoted. Don't allow anybody to tell you you are too devoted. Hey, you are too loyal. Hey, why are you saying is God's prophet for your wife? Is it your own? You know, I'm sure as you people, all of you were doing all this thank you message, and I, so, I know some of you will still do more. Some people are going to message you in bus. Eh? Why is it God's problem? So if it's, it can even come from your parents. Mm-hmm. And I say, ah, ah. Is it not this one? Why is this bear this big? <laughs> is this God's prophet? How <laughs> is this one How is it your gift? Is God's gift to me? A man sent from God to my life. I is I is he the one sent to God? <laughs> Don't allow that side. See, anytime, let me tell you something. May 11 is my pastor's birthday. We used to shut down social media that period. We, when I mean shut down social media, he used to be number one. We used to make sure that on Twitter, he is number one on trending. You will not start seeing. After May 11, you know, start saying different posts on May, let's say like May 13, May 14. So you just start seeing different subs on social media. They are not saying that, they just say some people. Who are the some people? Some people are just saying, eh, I don't worship. You, you know now, she knows, she, she's on Twitter. She, I don't worship. Eh, you don't worship. Some people will just be saying their man of God is God's gift to them. Ah, why is your own man of God not good to you? <laughs> why is your own man of God not good to you? Because we used to call my pastor rabbi. They say, hey, the only rabbi we know in the scripture is the Jews. The, and they are stealing his message, oh. That's the thing that pay me the most. Everything. I'm, I'm sorry to say. Anybody that says he's Christian and his doctrine, and he says he's, uh, he's Christian electric and he's is sound doctrine and say I want to lie that he's not stealing from Reverend Onanika. It's a lie. It's a lie. Where do you want to get your next salmon from? <laughs> Where? YouTube. Who taught it on YouTube? Where? They say, hey, can everybody's not shouting, can it take it? Can it take it? Just because they don't want to, because Kenneteki is dead, they don't want to accept. They don't want to accept the reality. Kenneteki, 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 and in that, see, my a pastor friend was telling me, he said, he saw a pastor friend say, and he's, he was warning his church member to say, Onaika is dead, and he was he was preaching for Onaika sermon, such that when the church member now entered his house, they caught him hearing the message. He's not saying, eh, let me not say, eh. Uh, I can hear it so that I can see all the all the parts for you so that you will know. <laughs> it shocked you. That is what envy and jealousy 
our bad belly can do. No, but and you know what? We that we are like our boys, we don't care. In fact, we've told we've told ourselves we are going to be louder. We don't care. Where do you want to see the salmon? You see, uh, they, they will say the salmon, they will not change it to another title. Let's say, let's say there's also say Bible Eminotis. Let's say Bible explanations and decoding. <laughs> Bible quotes and then quotes. It's a lie, it's Bible Eminotis. <laughs> or decoding the scriptures. So instead of saying law in, instead of saying law in Genesis, they will say in the beginning. Or Moses and Genesis. Ah, ah. Ah. Just so that nobody will see their copy on Naika. Rubbish. <laughs> so you will see people. And the only thing, do you know what the, the only thing? They want to draw my person was saying it. They say they want to they call them same community life. They don't have training. Let's say, let's say we, we pray 24 hours. Then we pray two hours. So you see, they are praying 24 hours in actually. Come here. You will if you if I thought we won't pray 24 hours, you sit down. You don't have to life is not that difficult. Just you wave your wife past the Lord. We draw, we dance. And they know that dancing is not New Testament. And the clapping. They know. They say, don't worry. Ah ah. Ah ah. Don't allow anybody affect your commitment and your loyalty. Because, let me tell you, they want to draw you to themselves. Are you getting what I'm saying? Anybody that tells you, why are you celebrating your man or God? Yeah. You two, you are not questioning why are you celebrating your man. You just listen. You just follow them. Hope you know. You just follow the guy. He said, why you say it's God's gift to you? It's God's prophet to you? It's God's this to you? Why go and look for your own God's prophets now? Everybody has their own God's prophets with them. Are <laughs> you getting what I'm saying? He's just drawing you to himself. They will say you are putting your church on your head. They will say you are putting your pastor on your head. Your pastor is always your DP. You are always reposting everything your pastor says. Repost your own now. Repost what your own pastor is saying. Ah, ah, did we? Is it your phone? So those people, they only, and those people, they are advertising their business on social media. Shoot, come and buy shoe every time. Come and buy this watch. Come and buy. Everybody is doing business now. Everybody selling one thing or the other. They are posting their own. They are not saying you. You are posting your own church too much. We are going to post it. Are you? We post. We 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 post. I don't people like that when we post. <laughs> when we post and damn the devil. I think that's what I'm saying. Yes, now we already have flyer for messages. Copy the me- don't copy the flyer. Or the new on SoundCloud. <laughs> <laughs> no, permission is not granted, but we get you. <laughs> you know. So this virtue, honor, I taught you, honor, loyalty, commitment, devotion, they are what strengthens the local church. Your honor, your loyalty, your commitment, your devotion, they are what strengthens the local church. 
for us to pursue and fulfill God's plan for our lives. And let me tell you, it is nothing to be ashamed of. Go and check all my social media platforms. You will see my pastor there. Though I'm not even in his church, now I want to put my own church stop there as, as the Lord will give us permission. Anyway, but you will still always see me with my pastor. I am not ashamed of Onaika. You should not be ashamed of your church. You should not be ashamed. That's the unity. Are you getting me? Don't shaking out. Don't be shy to say your pastor is God's gift to you. Don't be shy. Are you getting what I'm saying? Loyalty, honor, virtue, commitment. There was strengthens the local church. There was stretching the local church. And listen to me. There is nothing in all, there's nothing at all in God's spirit that will ever discourage men who are actively committed to their local church. See, if you want to, if you want to avoid discouragement, ensure that you are committed to your church. Nothing will discourage you. I tell you till tomorrow, I can't backslide. It's not possible. Because I have certain commitments that cannot be broken. It can only be the flesh and walking through the, it can only be the flesh, walking through the flesh that, that makes people feel like your commitment is too much. That's the devil. Any local church that is serious with God's mandate, serious with God's, with evangelism, with discipleship, with what God has said, cannot afford to despise and trivialize the urgency to oppose the virtue of unity among themselves. There's nothing to be ashamed of. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Carry it on your head like, like that's what that's what only matters to you. Let all your social media be on your basis. Don't, don't, don't let anybody tell you we are all speaking the same voice. Are you getting? I don't want to see your social media. You are writing trade. Trade or what? What do you know? So, as I think, that's how Daniel went to write. I'll mention his name. He went to start writing trade. My pastor just messaged him on Twitter. Daniel, what's your problem? The guy, I said, I'm, 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 I'm logging out now. He can't enter Twitter now in the next three months. <laughs> Who said nobody? We are still struggling to understand the 10 hour sermon. The pastor just thought, you, you are writing. So I think, and I perceive, because pastor was saying, I suggest to the body of Christ. You think you want to suggest to the body of Christ? <laughs> Even me, I can't do it. Because in the eight hours, I, my pastor said, I suggest, I'm not talking to you, that's what he was saying, I'm not talking to you, but I suggest that we read the Bible again. Ah, you know, we're looking at the Bible now. Ah, hey, where do I start from? You, you know, you're going to be suggesting to Twitter. <laughs> Are you getting what I'm saying? We are all reposting the same thing. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. We are all talking about the same thing. Celebrate your family when it is time to celebrate. Celebrate your parents. But when it's time to talk about this, we are saying the same thing. Does it make sense? We are saying the same thing. That's how to use social media. Because we are in one accord. I mean, don't you know we are already a family already? I don't know if you know that, know that we are already a family. That is the local church. This is already a supernatural family. Thank God our church is not even supernatural church. <laughs> Are you hearing what I say? It's a supernatural family already. This is the family that will matter in heaven. See, let me tell you. You might not have your wife with you tomorrow. You might not have your wife with you, but let me tell you. 
you and I can never stop relating to eternity. <laughs> That's why offense is a bastard. Me and you, as you have seen me like this, this is how we keep seeing one another till we die. Even after we die, <laughs> we will still keep seeing one another. This is God's family on it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So though there's nothing to be ashamed of, we must be in unity. Tell your neighbor, say we must be in unity. We, we must, must be, be in unity. unity. We must. Among, lack of unity amongst the people can frustrate the fulfillment of prophecy. See, if we are not united, no prophecy that God has given us will come to pass. It takes unity for us to fulfill this wide harvest. It takes unity for us to fulfill these prophecies. Even if we are the most effective prayer machines on earth, eh? nothing will happen. That generation of Israel that left Egypt, they heard the word of God. They knew they were going to make it, but they were they, that they were going to make it to Canaan. They heard the word of God, but it was meant for them. But it was not meant for them. It was not meant. It was meant to. It was meant to be them. Sorry, and not the next generation. It was meant to be them. They were supposed to just leave the land of Egypt and enter Canaan. But look at. They couldn't make it. It was their children's children that entered. It was them that was supposed to eat the man flowing with milk and oil. But lack of unity in the camp disqualified them. Lack of unity in camp in the camp made the battle passed on to the next generation. Lack of unity. Lack of unity of purpose. I'm sure all of you understand our purpose. To raise me, right? To light up the dark places, right? Right? Yes, sir. I'm sure you understand it. I'm sure you understand it. Everybody has to understand. That's our vision. That's our purpose. If you don't even understand it, that's why we have sight and sound coming up. That's why we have workers retreat coming up. You will understand it even much more. Our purpose, our vision. So that the prophecies over our life will not fail. So those prophecies that God has given you, you will achieve it in unity. They could not take, those, those that children of Israel could not take their fulfillment in the prophecy. When we are united, when we are not united, this is also the kind of disastrous consequences we will bring upon ourselves. We will start, you know what will happen? We will start dealing with issues when we meant, when we ought not to. We will start teaching things we ought not to. We will start, our, our, we will just be distracted. We will start focusing on things we ought not to focus on. But when we are in one accord, Indiana is in one accord, not Dream is in one accord, Bloomington is in one accord, Rochester is in one accord, every country we are in is in one accord, every state we are in is in one accord, every campus is in one accord, we will achieve God's plan for our lives. Are you getting what I'm saying? We cannot reach the world in division. It's not possible. It takes all of us to speak one voice. All of us in our social media platform is the same thing that is there. Are you getting what I'm saying? All of us, all our bio, the same thing that is on our bio. The same thing that is, the same link. Are you getting what I'm saying? The same, are you getting what I'm saying? Because we will just keep praying and praying and praying. I will not see what we are praying about. 
We'll just keep praying, 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 praying. And we'll not see what we are praying about. The unfortunate thing is that this unity from a few, let me tell you the truth, can affect the whole church. This unity from just a few people can affect the whole church. Was it not just Achan, alone who took the accost into Jericho that day? And the whole Israel suffered the consequences. Joshua 1, verse 7. Joshua 7, sorry. Verse 1 to 13. Read it. The story of Achan. And he affected the entire nation. Achan, one person. And that day, they lost innocent men in the battle of Ai. And that's how, and after they defeated Jericho. So God doesn't walk where unity is not. God will walk in our church. We have the things of the spirit stronger. You know, I used to teach you. Go and check everything I used to teach about the things of the spirit. I tell you, I say, unity, when, when we are in strife, we cannot have the power of God in demonstration. I tell you. Can you take it the first person to say it? My pastor is to repeat it a lot. See, this world has one miracles, one demonstration. And it's not just in Rochester, it will be happening. It will be happening in all your campuses, all your churches. Because, you know why? We are in unity. Our prayer will be more effective. We'll be seeing more answer prayer in unity. But imagine we are praying, we are fasting, and we are in division. It will just be like empty barriers. The work will be frustrated. And one person's disunity can affect the entire church. That's why many attempts when somebody is in disunity, the best thing to do is to tell the person to go. Or to help the person properly. Oh, what's wrong? Okay, let's help you. Let's do this. Or here's the person who affects the entire church. So we are all in one accord. Tell your neighbor, say we are all in one accord. We are all in one accord. Because we, God doesn't work where there is no unity. Unless we put our hands in order, we cannot make substantial progress. So you see that this wider verse is possible, right? Yes, sir. But we have to be in unity. We have to root out the seed of disunity among ourselves. A member who covers up for another is not like-minded. Is not like-minded in his church. That person is a fool. You know that this person is hey, you do not talk. You are covering up for the person. And you, you are saying that person is look for food. He tells pastor everything. Why should the person not tell pastor? Why should the person keep the secret for pastor? Are you getting what I'm saying? You can't be in disunity. Because you know that something is going on and you are not talking. You are putting the entire church in a risk. We are, you are all putting us in another church. But when we pluck out that evil seed, we secure the church. When, we, when you know that something is going on, you quickly alert everybody. Ah, hey, this one is what I'm This one is you are securing the church. And that is how it is for the body of Christ. So, in our church, we must ensure that we are in the same mind. We are in the same purpose with them. Are you getting what I'm saying, right? Yes, we are doing the same thing. Not like we are praying six hours. You got to pray six, six, six hours, 30 minutes. That's disunity. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, 
It's not like we are praying six hours all over our centers. You are praying six hours, 30 minutes in your own center. No. Six hours is six hours. Does it make sense? Yes, sir. Does it make sense? Yes, sir. Not like we have prayer focus. You are praying your own. That's disunity. Not like pastor says you should listen to this message. You are listening to another one. That's disunity. <clears throat> not like you see us uh, post something on social media. You did not repost. Why did you not repost? And you are active. You are posting your business. That's disunity. How you get to what I'm saying? You have to be loud on what you believe in. If you cannot trust your pastor or what the scripture says in his ministry, you can as well go. Then you are not in union, you are not in one accord. Because you cannot be an online advocate of an half or an half, you cannot have half attended half attended commitment. You can't have an half commitment to a place. Find a proper local church. You have formed a proper church already. Stay there. Be pastored by the priest. You will grow with the church. You know I have not taught everything. You know. So be patient. I'm going to get there. I'm, I'll be, am I a lazy preacher? No, no, if I'm lazy, let me know. We are going to get there. All your questions are going to be answered. So just be patient. So people will not going to be resourcing, researching things on Google, researching things that supposed not to. You will get what you are looking for. Then their mind is swayed away with different things, different jobs, just because they are looking for answers. To Calm down. We are going to study it. Take the one we are studying now. Calm your nerve down. If there's one thing that my pastor has really dealt with us on, is to be calm with doctrine. And that thing has helped my life. He's saying, what are you rushing for? Is it not just by you? You still know it. Calm down. Don't go and start googling things that will make your heart, you watching YouTube video, watching things that will make your heart so calm down. We will study it. You have found a proper local church. You are, you are being pastor by a sincere and proper pastor. If, if there's anything you are going to learn from me in ministry, is sincerity in you. We can be all sincere in other things. We can be all sincere in game, in Uno, in Ludo. Uh, Uno, I'm never sincere in Uno. <laughs> we can be all sincere in those, all sincere. But ministry, ministry, you will learn sincerity. Because that is, you will learn the truth in ministry. But when it comes to game, when it comes to soccer, I can never support shares. Messi is the best player ever. And God has proven it. I, I, still, I still hold the World Cup match. Probably tonight, that's what I'm going to watch. I've not watched it. I have to watch it. Ah, God has vindicated us forever. That battle has been drawn. The goat has been finally... I remember when I was in my pastor's office. 
and then all like how boys all of us were together. And you know, I told you, I said, me and my pastor, we almost bet on that match, on that Messi will win and all of those things. He now looked at me, and I like his eyes like this. He said, he said, this is how he said. He said, me and you were actually talking. He was pointing to. He said, me and you were. He was telling other pastors. He said, me and you were actually talking. We almost. It was a. It was a serious one. <laughs> it was a serious one between us. <laughs> he said, so now you're happy. I said, pastor, I told you. He said, so what are you feeling like? Are you guys what I was so? But thank God, God has vindicated us. I, I have to watch that match tonight after our fasting. That's what I want to watch. So, you have been, <laughs> you have been pastor. You are in the CCA church. You are in the local church. Give all your honor there. Give all your loyalty there. Give all your commitment there. Give all your devotion there. Give all your zeal there. To ensure that you are that man in the local church. Do you know what you are doing? You are obeying apostolic instructions. You are obeying the instruction from scripture. One of the things I'm going to teach this year too is the work. Is I'm going to teach you two things this year, very key things: the office of a pastor, the local church, things about the local. I'm going to teach you so that you will see that you are not in the wrong being committed somewhere. Are you getting what I'm saying? You are not in the wrong. Don't say, "Oh, I'm not in Rochester, so I'm not in the local church." You are mad. You know that you are in the local church. Stop thinking that way. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You know you are committed somewhere. You know you are committed to a ministry. You know you are committed to a pastor. Stay here. You will be obeying apostolic instruction by doing And I'm going to teach you from the scriptures. If there's anything I, if there's anything that I, I, I have made a vow on, I will not hide the scripture, the truth of the scripture. As far as it's in the truth of the scripture, I will not hide it from you. If there's any, that's something I learned from my pastor. My pastor used to tell us that as a preacher, don't have anything you hold sacred in the scripture such that it cannot break. It's, and he used to say, he said, if we find out, and I used to repeat the same thing, that if we find out that God is a killer, you know, I teach you, I say, God does not kill, God does not do anything. He says, it doesn't change my approach. He says, it simply means we are serving a God that kills. That's sincerity. Not that we should not be saying, we should not be guarding every scripture and say, hey, you know, uh, we, are, we are seeing the scripture and we are seeing it that uh, uh, this thing God gave okay, no, no, God does not keep. No, obviously God does not care. You get what I'm saying. But we are I'm just telling you, I'm saying, if we now find out after years and years of Bible study, God actually kills. It doesn't change anything. It simply means we are serving the God that kills. There is nothing that you should not have any any aim, anything you are trying to guard. Any empire you are trying to guard, I don't have it. That's why I can easily tell you, ah, I thought something wrong. Let's cancel it. Too. I, I've done it before. I think, ah, that thing I say is wrong. Let's change it. Are you getting what I'm saying? So, because to do so, to do otherwise. To do otherwise, like, so you must put your, your commitment, your loyalty, your devotion to a local job. And we all have to work together. To do otherwise is being dis- divisive, is being rebellious. And this will make you a freelance, a freelance employee of, his, of Satan. And who alone can, who alone has the sole mandate to ensure that the local church is crippled in their resolve 
and pursuit to fulfill God's love. So don't allow a rebellious spirit coming to you. Don't allow a divisive spirit coming to you. If something is not clear, ask questions. Are you getting me? So your mind will be clear. Because the devil wants to ensure that we don't progress. But you will not be the angel of the tool of the devil. Amen. Let's pray. Pray for yourself. Pray for yourself for a for, for couple of minutes. That you don't open your heart to the devil. Your heart is not open to the devil. That it is not because of you, you will not bring to this shop. You will not bring rebelliousness. You will not be the one to bring that word God has said concerning us. Amen. Let's listen to I pray for you that you will not be the one to hinder what God has said. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So if you have problems, sit down. Ask questions. Ask questions. If something is not quite, quickly talk. Are you getting what I'm saying? Seek help. Let's quickly help you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So if you study the four gospel will, you will observe that the Pharisees have four major strategies to oppose and destroy Jesus' ministry. They had four major strategies. Their plan was to find fault in Jesus' doctrine. When they saw that they had no airway, so let me tell you how things can happen. You just be finding fault in what we are teaching. Uh -uh. What are they teaching? That's the devil working with you. Something you have believed before, you are not finding fault in it. That's the devil's plan. Don't allow the devil to have that kind of plan in your life. That is what the Pharisees were doing. They would just say, Man, they don't say, Jesus, did you mean? But the scripture says this. Why are you saying this? They were trying to oppose his, his doctrine. So when they find out that they could not have another thing, let me tell you their second plan. The second plan was to force their miracles. And the things of the spirit is not working. Why? Why are they healing the sick that way? They'll say, eh, that's why they that's why they went to that guy in John 9. They said, Did Jesus open your, your eye? I, do you remember that John 9 story? They said, did Jesus open your blind eye? The man that said, ah, my eyes was blind before. Now I can see. What concerns me with? We two perform the miracle. I don't remember that story in John 9. There will not be 14 miracles. That's the devil working on you. You say, eh, that things of the spirit, utterances, revelation, power. Something you have done before, you know what I said? It's the devil. That's the devil. Since they could not deny the miracles, they decided to fault him on doing miracles on Sabbath day. They say, why is he doing miracles on the Sunday? On the Saturday? On the, on the, they fought him on the world. Well, that did not work out. They went to another plan, plan C. What did they do with plan C? So that shows that the devil is very strategic. And his plan, let me tell you, that strategy has not changed you. Number one plan is they will first fault the adoption. Mm, I don't believe this thing again. Number two, they will fault the miracle. 
Number three, they will say, okay, uh, if, if they see that the miracle is not working, why did they do it in this particular realm? They will not be, they will not be saying, they, if they see that uh, these things are somehow they knew and they could not fight it, they will say, uh, why is it done in this particular time? Why, is, why does it have to follow this particular approach? Why is it Sabbath day? Plan C, the way they now say that that is not working, they will now steer the multitudes against him. And that's what they did. They steered the multitude, they say, don't go to that church again. Don't listen to that pastor again. Let, let me be teaching you something. Let me teach you. Don't listen. They leverage on their influence and their respect that people had for them and corrupted their mind. They will not be corrupting the minds of people. And that eventually, well, that one we worked out. They, because they had influence. He worked out. But he, if it, it, but he couldn't have worked out without the plan D. Their plan D was to turn Jesus' disciples against him. Their plan D was to turn Jesus' disciples against him. In their craftiness, they engaged Jesus' disciples in conversations, in questions. Why is your master eating with publicans and sinners? You see people coming to meet you and say, why is your pastor teaching this? You two, you are not smart. You don't know that the devil is against you. Why did your pastor say this in that message? You two, you know, be saying it's true. Pastor should not have said that. You now start faulting your pastor. Ah. The devil is after you. Look at Matthew 9. They say, why? Look at Matthew 9. Look at Matthew 9, verse 9. Matthew 9, verse 1. Look at what, what was happening here. So, and you know why? You know why all of these things is happening? We are doing our churches. We are doing. We are doing evangelism and discipleship. We are, we are fighting this. We are fighting devil to the deep. So he has to find a way to get you. Look at Matthew 9, verse 10 to 11. You know why we can say these things? Because we are smart. We know the scripture. We know his tactics. His tactics has not changed. Look at Matthew 9, verse 10 to 11. Look at what he said. It came to pass. Jesus being sat in the meat and the house of sinners. View the publicans and sinners' skin and sat down with him and his disciples. When the Pharisees saw it, look at what happened. Look at it, verse 11. Look at what happened. So when the Pharisees saw it, they said to the disciple, Why eat it with your master? Why eat it your master, publicans and sinners? Ah. Uh-huh. They say, Why did your pastor wear jeans today? Why did your pastor wear shoe to church? Why did your pastor say, Why is your pastor so shoe, bra, separate, kiss cap? Why is your pastor talks like that? His tongues does not sound like the, like the tongues of the Bible. Why is your voice, why is your pastor's voice thick? I'm showing you things that will happen to Or that has already started happening. Eh, why, is, eh, why is your pastor having so much beards? His beards right in the scripture. You two, oh, stupid person. You two, you have you not been saying, it's true, let me quickly check the scripture. His beard, don't be, don't allow them deceive you. Their one is just to make your heart unstable. They don't have any plan. The devil is just working with them to, to make you unstable. It's not as if they really have a question. You two, you will not leave what you are studying. I'm going to be studying. It's based on scripture. Why is the tongue so far? Let's get prepared. Why is it like that? Why is it not like everybody's own? It's just the devil working with men to deceive you. To make your heart unstable. So I told you, planning, planning was to do what? 
fault their doctrine. Why is your, your pastor teaches this? Agreed. That's how they will start. Agreed. But when they start doing that, but just look at that. Do you really have a question? Know how to respond to certain people. Don't say we will talk about it later. Don't let them. Don't, don't even imagine the question. So as you raise disciples, so and let me tell you, the devil can use your disciple to against you. So as you raise disciples, maybe they listen to a message that is all they will not come ask you. And I heard what your pastor said, but did he, did he, when you start seeing the way they are talking, you and you start seeing the dishonorable words in their lips, don't even pay attention. And I heard what your pastor said, but and they are not committed to. They are not, they don't even have disciples who, they are not committed, they are even people that give you problems in your meetings. They say, but, uh, I understand, but should it supposed to go this way? They will fought to, plan A is to fault the adoption. Plan B is to fault the miracles, the things of the spirit. Why are they laying in It's laying in scripture. Why do people really fall down? After the several teachings, we don't know why they fall down. Receiving the supernatural, the everything. Why do people fall? I'm, I'm, in fact, there's what I want to do this year: slain in the spirit. So that, that falling that we want, that's how it properly. Why do people? This and that. Uh, okay, you two, you two, you that you understood you heard that before. Ah, it's true. What's really happening? That thought you thought the devil has gotten you. Then plants, if they see that, and that, and let me tell you the one that used to work most. If they have influences, let's say they have a lot of friends and everything, <coughs> say, don't listen to that man. Again. Don't listen to that person again. That one, that one always, almost always used to work. Because, especially if they have influences. They'll tell all their friends, don't come to church again. Don't listen to that pastor again. Don't listen to that again. Don't be discouraged. We just said it. Don't be discouraged. Are you concerned? Yes, sir. You just don't allow the devil to get you. Plan D. They will not tell you. They will not be engaging their disciples in. They want to, they want to get you. And that's the one that used to happen to many of you. They will not be engaging in question. Why did your pastor? That's what they went to ask Jesus' disciples. Look, Jesus was the one that responded in 12. In 12. Verse 12, he said. And Jesus entered and he said, They that need who has no need of a physician. He did not even allow disciples to respond. He responded and said, the second question you say, I will take you to church. You can ask your pastor. You can ask my pastor. Do you know that 90% of those people will never come to church and ask the pastor? I don't know if you know what I'm talking about. 90% of those people that ask those questions never used to come. When some of them ask you some stupid questions, say, I'll follow you, I'll give you my pastor, text him. You be the one to text him and ask him that question. They don't, they will not ask him. That's to tell you that in their right thinking sense, they will never ask him. It's just the devil working with them to deceive you. And you too, you will fall in their bed. That's how one person meets me one day and say, eh, this or not, you can't say. I say, don't even go there. Just shut up there. Don't even continue. I said, I cannot. I said, and I told the person, I said, I cannot marry any person that, even, that does not even believe on Naika. Don't even try it. What are you trying to say? Eh, this is you and your pastor say. Eh, I said, you are mad. You are who is your pastor? I said, let me give you his number. Go on. Go and discuss it with you. Say, yeah? No, no, no. Say, so you so you are stupid. You know, many of those people they don't they don't have a plan. Say 
that your pastor said this, just say, okay, this is not just, just give him. Go and ask him. Jesus don't allow disciples to respond. Jesus responded himself. You, you want to respond to every question. You do not know that it's a setup. Be smart. Tell your neighbor, say, be smart. Be smart. It's not every question you should respond to. It's not. You just say, go and let me give you pastor's number. Go and ask him. Ask him yourself. Say, why is your masters eating the public answer? You still see them asking them, why are they, why does he wear anything to church? Why does he wear suits? They always see stupid question. Why does he say, uh, why does he laugh like that? You will see people that will ask you stupid questions. Why does your master needs to laugh like that? What's his his problem? And it is the reason I don't know his problem. Ah. Are you getting me? I'm showing you the tactics of the devil. His plan, he, see, his plan has never changed. He's still the same yesterday and today or forever. He's <laughs> old school. You should always know it. When you see people on your start, say, let's say this year now, as we start posting things, it's like you don't even have a life of your own. Don't you have a voice of your own? Can't you just be unique? Eh? But um, my voice is already unique, my height is already unique, my nose is unique, my heart is unique, even my writing is unique. What am I about to be in Like unique in the type of things you post on social media. Ah. Did I post you? Is it your post? Are you getting what I'm saying? Just to plant seeds of discord and disunity with the church. So your mind will be. So when I'm preaching, you don't be, you'll be doubting the preaching. How would you be doubting your pastor's preaching? I can't imagine that my pastor is preaching and I don't be looking at them and say, I don't believe it. Wait, how do I want to study it? You, you can't study the Bible on your own. Hope you know. You can't. It was never designed that man should study the Bible on his own. You need a teacher. It is written all over the scripture. So I will not be listening. I will not be listening. This line you said, I don't believe. Where have I got into? How did I get me that I just got born again? How many years? So I've been doing ministry before I was born. I don't believe. And that's what they want you to do. That's what happened to Judas. They did the same thing in Matthew 12. Look at Matthew 12, verse, verse 1 to Matthew 12, verse 1 to 2. Matthew 12, verse 1 to 2. Sometimes it can even come from parents. It can come from your siblings. Yeah, that's your pastor said. And because it is closer to home, you know, you, you will laugh it off. And yeah, this and that. Not knowing that they are planting seeds of disunity and discord in your heart. Look at Matthew 12, verse 1 to 2. Look at what happened. It's at that time, Jesus went on to Sabbath day, through the corn, and the disciples were hungered and began to pluck the ears of the corn to eat. Uh-uh. They were just, look at, look at something. Guys, see something in Matthew 12, verse 1. Wait, when you are hungry, what will you do? You eat now. They were hungry and they ate. Look at what happened in verse 2. When the Pharisees saw it, they said unto him, Behold, thy disciple do that which is lawful to do on Sabbath day. Ah, should they know it? <laughs> should they know it? Uh, uh, why, is, why is all your church members? Acting this way. Ah. 
What, how did we act? Oh, they were just kneeling down when we were praying. Oh, they're only shouting. Is it your shout? Are you the one that is paying our light be? Are we our building fee? Should no, no, guys think, should they not have eaten? So should they should they be hungry on Sabbath day? Are you saying that things that did not make sense? They were just trying to look for trouble. So there are some questions that people will come and ask you this year. What is it for? For your trouble, just to trouble you. They don't mean any good. They will come off as disciples who are trying to learn the word. But it's a lie. That question they're asking is not to learn. It's just so that. How many of you understand what I'm saying? How many of they come to you like that to ask you questions? Like, you, let me see your eyes. If, if, if people have done that to you before, they've asked you questions, stupid questions like that. Let me see your eyes. You know that your pastor has not taught it to. You're not saying, why has he not even taught it? Ah, ah, calm down. It's just so that your mind will be unstable in church. You'll not be asking stupid questions. Eh, why is this happening? Sometimes when some of you ask questions, I'll just say, where did, where did you learn this from? You are going to hear something else. You are going to hear the devil. I tell you, some of you, I say, where did you learn this question? This, you have went, you have, you have heard something else. Because we cannot fulfill God's plan in this unity. We can't. Their plan was to turn their, what their plan was to turn their backs against each other. They knew that if they could dissolve the harmony, let me tell you what happened. Guys, look at me. They knew that if they could dissolve the harmony between Jesus and his between the disciples, eh, they knew that the ministry would be wrecked. The devil knows that if he can get you, eh, the division, the unity in our church will be gone. So he is going to work actively. Actively. And I know. Whatever seed of this God that my father has not planted, if you are planted, if that seed is still lying in your heart, it will be taken away. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Let's be simple. They knew that they, if they could dissolve the harmony that existed between Jesus and disciples, it will be easier to frustrate Jesus' work. Well, that almost did not work. But Judas had other ideas. Judas now started with, what is Judas doing with the Pharisee? You, you see how it's the Pharisee that's been asking these questions. How do you see that? What was Judas going to do with people that were opposing his pastor? Ah, ah. You know that this person is asking the wrong question. You know that this person is asking this and that. What are you doing with that person? What are you staying late night with, with that person having conversation and saying you are teaching? You know, Jesus, Jesus, was, Jesus must have been going out in the night and saying, he wants to go and teach the Pharisee. He wants to go and teach certain people. And everybody is ah, he's, you know, doesn't he have disciples? What are you, what type of teaching meeting are you doing with that kind of person? The person is, every time you are, the person is having conversation. The person is just like telling you, my pastor, this is your pastor, this is your pastor, this message, this thing. He's always faulting the message. Message that you sat down, you believe, you took notes. The person is always faulting the message. That person is not a disciple. Let the person go. Just be praying for the person. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Don't have any conversation with the person again. It's not everybody. See, let the person go. Protect your heart first. 
remember when I first started following my pastor? Everybody is telling me, and she be a son that used to follow this. Why are you following this? Ah. I remember because my pastor releases big, big books. I went somewhere one time in Lagos. They say, hey, people just be behaving like you are the only one that know the every know the doctrine in the body of Christ. I said, we are the only one. We are the only one. They were not looking at me and saying, hey, let's even see the book. I said, you don't have to see it. We are the only one that know the doctrine. Say, don't be writing book or press the see. Ah, ah. University standard, even university don't use this kind of books. Is it your concern? At least we did the wrote it for we bought it. Is it your money? What was Judas doing with the person who's always talking about your pastor every time? Every every follow-up meeting you have, the person is always criticizing your pastor message. The person is always telling you, hey, but he has never told you you understand the name message. He's always but, 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 but. You will explain, explain, you will still say but, but. And the person is not growing. Don't waste your time. Go to people who are growing, who are receptive to your voice. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Go to people that are receptive to your voice. Every time, but, 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 the only thing you are always doing is arguing. Arguing on the message. Arguing on the message. Arguing on this. You can't raise disciples that way. You can't. But, but, but. What was Judas doing with the Pharisee? People that were opposing you. He knew that these people were opposing you. I'm sure Jesus was assault them. But he is always saying he's going for follow-up. Every night, every night, having discussion with Pharisee. They had him. And he's sorry. Judas and Cyrus started seeing results with them. And that's what the devil wants. You will not, you know what the devil <coughs> If you keep engaging in that kind of conversations a lot, you will start seeing reasons with that person. That's what Judas did. Judas started seeing reasons with the Pharisee. That's why Judas now eventually sued Jesus. You know what now happened? After a meeting that clay, that that clay, they could not. You know, he went to he, he went to return the money that they gave him. They did not collect it again. Because they achieved their aim. You know the funniest thing about you and that your disciple? You will leave church. The disciple does not even have any church he has, he passed off. After you now leave church, the person will not will not respond to you again. I can tell you from the palm of my hand. It never ends well. You will leave church and say, hey, I don't believe what is going on again. This and that and that. You will not think you will go and meet that disciple. While life and life, give it to is the person will not answer you again. The person will not, the person will move on. The person that does not have any life. Or probably the person has his own church. You see that person is committed his own church. He's only telling you, but, but, go. Don't, that's not the disciple. Let the person go. Are you hearing me? So they tell you, but, and hey, that your pastor, and hey, that your pastor. You, one week, that your pastor. Two weeks, that your pastor. Three weeks, that And you are still having conversation. You say, you want to change the person. You are not Holy Ghost. Are you hearing me? You are not Holy Spirit. Go for willing men. Judas eventually saw reasons with those people. And they crossed over to the other side. He saw reasons. It became the defensive one. At least Peter was still restored. He was sure not having a conversation with Pharisee. It's easier to restore people like that. But somebody who has had conversation, because man is a product of the information he hears. 
I've told you, man is a product of influence. If you keep hearing something for so long, you will believe it. If you keep hearing tongues is fake, you will believe tongues is fake. If you keep hearing that the things of the spirit is wrong, you will. And let me tell you, the bad things about that, you will never wrought any miracle. I don't know about you, but I want to raise a dead. What about you? Raise the dead, sir. Don't speak against the things of the. Don't allow anybody make you doubt the things of the spirit. What do you think? You touch somebody and a cripple and, and somebody that cannot walk start to walk. That's the power of God. Don't go and sit in conversations where people are discussing, eh, but eh, they are trying to logically explain. We call something power of God, you are trying to logically explain it. Don't allow them. Don't allow those kind. Be very intelligent. Once you start hearing, eh, wow, but uh, be very defensive. Eh, you are who? You, you, everybody on my, everybody knows me. You can't talk about my pastor and I will let you rest. I will kill you. Onaika Oluwashi is not possible. It's not possible. I remember one day I was telling him, I said, I said, Pastor, is it right to block people? He laughs, says your choice. One person told me, eh, I know you are supporting Bola Tinubu because eh, your pastor supports him. He said, uh, you are just so blind. He said, I've not responded to that message. It's been a couple of months. I'm waiting for what to say. I'm, I'm patiently waiting for how to go and type it. I left the message already. And the reason I made the reason is because I respect the person. But I'm waiting for her to give the person. I've left him there for like three months now. I will still respond to it. Maybe when he wins the election. I will respond. I cannot let down and say, go. Ah, no. There are certain, I will be like Peter that want to cut the air. I cannot. You spoke about my pastor like that. I will not keep quiet. I cannot let that message go. Maybe when he win, I'll say, yeah, good morning, sir. Thank God we finally now have the president and he has won. So, back to what you were saying. I think you are mad. I'm not joking. Why would you, if you want to insult me, insult me for my political ambition, why did you have to put my pastor there? I don't even get what I'm saying. Insult me alone and say, I do not have sense. I'm in America. I'm supporting what is going on in Nigeria. You know, insult me that way. But you now have to go and mention my pastor there. Ah, I cannot forgive you. Ah, I will evoke the apostolic man spirit that was in me before. I cannot forgive you. Mm, I cannot. I will still respond to that message. I left it already. I will probably respond to it in March when we win. Let's still go and campaign first. So when we win the election, Good morning, sir. So finally now, you know, you, the candidate that you do not like is not the president. What do, how do we go from here? Meanwhile, sir, I think you are mad <laughs> for mentioning my pastor. <laughs> I don't, there's a, there are sacred cows I have. And you must worry. How dare you speak against my pastor in my presence? Somebody that wants to bless my life. So when he's saying in Jesus' name tomorrow, my email will not be loud. 
So when he's laying next to me, I'll be saying, Is it not just his hand? Ah, go for beat. I will be looking at the hand and saying, That's what happened to Judas. That God told Judas and said, That thing which he wanted to do, go and do. He had the audacity to stand up. You don't understand. God told him and said, That thing you want to do, do quickly. And the guy stood up. That can only be the influence of the devil. And he did not start one day. He stood because of the kind of association, the kind of people he has been listening to. So you already know them. Don't allow them into your 2023. Are you getting me? I know as I'm talking, the Spirit of God will be giving you their faces. Block them. Don't do discipleship with them again. Are you hearing me? Yes, sir. Don't say because you want to let them be your disciple. Let them go. Go and look for new ones. Jump to the other side. And let me tell you, the rest is history. You and I know Judah's story today. So that is what Satan does. So if he wants to pull down anyone from a group, if he wants to pull down anyone, Whose hands are strong and firm in God's word, in God's work, he will employ the same strategy. If you see that you are very strong, ah, you are doing so much, you are winning, so you are casting out devil, you are doing everything. This plan that I just mentioned, plan A, plan B, plan C, he will employ it. He will want to get you. Are you getting me? But I tell you, none of you will be found wanting in this year. In the name of Jesus. Amen. The devil will not have any one of you. Amen. He will not enter into any of you. Amen. In the name of Amen. Jesus. Amen. The will remain red hot. Amen. Commitment will remain red Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. So as I begin to round up, as I begin to round up now because of my time, Stephen, when he will employ the same strategy, but until someone from within is compromised, nothing Satan does can try. It just takes one person to compromise. But if none of us are compromised, that's why you must watch one another. Are you getting me? Yes, Be your brother's keeper. Fellowship with one another in love. Talk with one another. Hey, who is that your disciple? Why is he not known? Why don't we know him? You are going to meet this yourself every day, every day. Who is he? That's how Judas was going every day and they did not know. Because the evil other disciples were shocked. Who is this your disciple that we don't know? Show us his picture. Show us his face. Let me follow you. Let me follow you to that your discipleship meeting. Let me see their faces. What questions are they asking you? Guide everybody. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. Nobody should have any witchcraft disciples. You start teaching, you start teaching. We don't know who you are teaching every day. Ah ah. Ah ah. Are you teaching the are you teaching people in the other world? Follow them there. Just so that every, because if the devil gets one, it just takes one, no. And none of us will be affected. Amen. So as we begin to close, in our local churches, we must ensure that. We individually keep our purpose. So that our purpose, we must therefore individually propose that we won't be that one that will be compromised. Make up your mind and say, I will not be that one that will be compromised. If you have compromised before, 
fine. This is a new year to repent. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, yes, sir. You make up your mind and say, this year is not possible. My commitment is stronger. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, yes, My devotion is stronger. Are you getting what I'm yes, saying? Yes, and that is how we kill the devil out. And that is how we will frustrate him. That is how we will win the war. We win the war in prayer and in unity. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You will see that your disciples will flourish. Amen. Your church, your cell meeting will flourish. Amen. You will see that you will blossom well. Amen. You will teach and you will teach and you will teach. Amen. So we must ensure that we restore strength. We strengthen people. We have the community spirit in our local church. Are you getting what I'm saying? We have the community spirit. The community spirit is that in the local church, as it's weird, Everybody is walking in one accord. That is why Paul instructs us in his letters that we must be united. Every member must have the unity spirit. I am for you, you are for me. Are you getting what I'm saying? Tell your neighbor, say, I am for you. I am for you. You are for me. You are for me. Tell your neighbor, say, you are, I am for you. I am for you. Shake them, say, I am for you. I am for you. You are for me. You are for me. You are not yielding to the devil. You are not yielding to the devil. No, you are not yielding to the devil. You are not yielding to the devil. What you have is mine. What I have is yours. What you have is mine. What I have is yours. Dynamic I love you. <laughs> what you have is mine. What, what you have is mine. mine. What I have is yours. What I have is yours. But there must be that sense of community spirit. We will work in mutual honor for one another. We will work in mutual loyalty for one another. We will all work in loyalty to the leadership. Honor one another. Are you getting what I'm saying? Brother one another, sister one another, not slappy one another. No. Yeah. No, that's stupidity. You are already mature enough. Why you guys do what I say? All know one another. I won't gossip about you at your back. Are you getting me? I am for you, you are for me. If you offend me, I will talk about it to you and we will settle it as brothers. Are you? We will offend one another. This year I will offend you. You will offend me too. But we will forgive one another. One of, all of you two will offend one another. Especially those of you that live together, you will offend one another. Are you getting me? But you will forgive one another. I won't grind my teeth if you are giving more opportunity to minister. I won't. Let's say you have 100 disciples and all of those things. It will just be a motivation for me to work harder. Are you getting what I'm saying? And this is what community spirit does. I will be happy to receive you. When you are teaching, I will take notes. I remember one time when Yadi was teaching and Joy was taking notes. It inspired the disciples. That's community spirit. You won't say, oh, is this person? No. You honor the person that is preaching. And churches, all our churches, we must have the community spirit. All our churches, all across the world, we must have the community spirit. So there are local churches with a very specific thing to do in their mandate, and we must keep our unity. We must not find fault in what we are doing. We must not say, just like how we are on circle now, you should not say, uh, I expect that everybody is in one accord with it. You should not like say, why are we even there? That, that's a disunity spirit. 
all of us are all excited that we are doing something. I'm not saying you should not, you cannot be the one to tell us, okay, maybe God did not say this. Are you getting what I'm saying? But once you, you are now, you are find, suddenly finding yourself more enthusiastic about what everybody is saying, something is wrong with you. Ah, it's totally that gave me that enthusiastic. Enthusiastic. High school student, college student. SMU. The whole pastor. So we are all for the same thing. Are you getting what I mean? We are all going, just like I say, we are going for evangelism. You, your whole heart, you are thinking, should it be evangelism? Can't it just be Bible seminar? Ah, ah, ah. What if I get here? We are going for a Bible seminar, or we are going for evangelism. Can't we just be praying? Can't you see that? This thing demands prayer. You are hungry in your heart. As I'm teaching, you are just saying, ah. So anyway, prayer message, prayer just come and say, I knew it. The Spirit of God is saying we should have been praying. We are for one and we are in one accord. Are you getting what I'm saying? Let's be in unity. Not that we are all going in direction. You, 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 you are going to direction A1. You, you are in A1, but you are in A1. Let's all go in the A. Are you getting me? You know how sheep move together. Let's be like that. We, do you notice they are in one accord? That is one accord. That is how God wants us to be. Don't be that one that we lost and will not be looking for you. We say we are fasting, let's fast. We say we are praying, let's pray. We say we are studying the word, let's study. We say we are reaching out, let's reach out. We say we are multiplying, let's multiply. We say we are deliberate, let's be deliberate. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, we say we are sharing one post, let's share. Are you getting Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, what are you going to be sharing, sharing? I'll just you give So, I believe that you understand what we are doing. And I'm persuaded that you do. That as we believe, as so, a believer, no believer can thrive in isolation. Don't imagine it. Don't imagine that when I leave the church, I'm just going to be alone, just be serving God. The devil is the devil that is whispering that good thoughts. It calls good, but it's a bad thought. It's the one that is whispering it to you. I'll just leave the church, you know, so that I'll just so that I'll not just be in division. <laughs> that I'll not be in division. It's not for you to seek for help. So help me or now to do this. I'll just leave the church. So I'll not be in division. So that I will just go and stay alone. I won't be like the acre that is affecting their glory and their destiny. I'll just, is the devil that is inspiring that thought to you? He wants to finish your life. There is no believer that stays isolated that has ever amounted to anything good before. It is from one problem to another. I tell you the truth. One problem to another. Their life is never balanced. Never. Until they come back home. That's why they will keep chasing money, keep chasing money till they die. Nothing will satisfy them. Nothing. Till they come back home. And I'm sure you are home. Hallelujah. So I believe that we are not in isolation. We are in one accord, right? Yes. Are, and this is how we fight the war. 
So all of us are all holding our hands, right? We are all holding the prophecy, right? Yes, so in your own location, you are holding that prophecy of wild yes, right? Wild demonstration of spirit, training, order, right? Yes, you are setting things in order in your church. You are you are going in that harvest mindset, right? Yes, right, guys? Yes, right? Yes, sir. And we are working with it and we will see results. So in your cell meeting, your churches, right? In your ministry locations, right? Yes, you are seeing the wild harvest. And we are praying about it. Yes. We are all praying for pastor, right? Yes, we are all praying for for members, right? Yes, we are all praying for multiplicity, right? Yes, sir. It's not as if we are praying for multiplicity. You, your own mind, the spirit of God is leading you. That's the devil. You, you are getting leading. We are all praying for pastor. Your own leading is. Ah, I just sense to pray for my disciple. <clears throat> so pastor is not led. <laughs> So you are more late than pastor. Ah, it's the devil that is blowing whispers of things to your ear. Are you hearing? Are you hearing? Yes, sir. When, the, when there is an instruction in the local church, you take it to heart. You fulfill it to the level. Does it make sense? Yes, sir. That is how God's spirits lead. We say we are praying for pastor, we pray for pastor. We say we are praying for leaders, we pray for leaders. We say we are praying for this and that. Okay. We say we are praying for our friends, we pray. We say we are praying for our parents. You know, say because your parents offended you yesterday, you're not going to say, I'm not led to. I, I just, personally in my heart, I just feel like uh, that brother should just spend time for the brother. Oh, that's the devil. So we are in one accord. So how do we fight this way? In unity. We cannot fight it. No battle. Have you ever seen? Have you ever seen soldiers? One soldier go to one country alone to go and fight. Have you ever seen it? Yes, Have you ever seen it? Yes, that's to tell you. That's a description to tell you that nobody stays alone. You can never be. Don't ever imagine to be isolated. We fight the battle together. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. We already have God's utterance on our hearts. We already have God's utterance. We are working with God. My pastor said, this year is a year of planting more churches. So that shows, in your cell meetings, there can be three, five centers in your city. In IU, there can be five, seven centers where they are teaching God's word. That is multiplicity. That shows you are training disciples to do it. Be deliberate about it. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, that, are you getting what I'm saying? Yes. It shows that even in RIT, in UR, there can be 10 centers there where they are teaching God's word effectively. That is multiplicity. And we are running with it. Yes, you are training your disciples. You are not looking after that one that will be troubling your heart. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, that I say your pastor, your brother, no. We, are you. we can only fight this battle. When all of us hands are all lifted. Not that when, when, when all of us hands are lifted, your own hand is down. No. We are fighting it together. Are you getting what I'm saying? Say we are in this battle together. We are in this battle together. Hold somebody's hands. Let's be on our feet and say we are in this battle together. We are in this battle together. We are fighting this war together. We are fighting this war together. You know, like how they shoot a soldier on the wayside and he dies and other soldiers continue. 
you are holding that person and say, I will not lose you by the wayside. I will, I will not, not lose, lose you by, by the wayside. wayside. See it very well. I will, I will not lose you by the wayside. That is how I'm going to teach you as the years progress. This is exactly how the local church is. So when you see a member backslide in the local church, we just lost an arm. When you see a member leave a church because of offense, we just lost an arm. We all are meant to fight together. And who are we fighting? We have only one person we are fighting. Who? The, devil. the work of darkness. So who is the who is behind that person making you feel like you should leave the, the army? The who is behind it? The devil. Who is who is who is coming? That person that is talking to you, yielding to the spirit, yielding to his spirit to tell you, oh, your pastor is this and that. Do you fight against your captain? No, sir. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. You know that when you know how many of you have seen players play for their coach before? Yes, sir. They will, even if they do not win, you know that ah, these people played. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. That is the local church. So when we see somebody fall by the wayside, what is happening? We just lost an army. And we are not losing an army in our church. So that's why you have to go and guard all your disciples, all your ministry. There are some that you have to send them away because those ones are needed to the devil. Are you getting what I'm And there are some you focus on. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And you go and hold them strongly. That this world, I'm not losing you. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, sir. And we are not losing any of our church members. Yes. We are getting stronger. Amen. We are strengthening. <laughs> Amen. Oh, we bless you, Jesus. We all 